Hello, and welcome to another British information film advising you on the dangers of goths in hot weather. As many of you who may have a goth in the household may know, goths are often known to employ the colour black in their clothing selection, which as we know can cause some overheating issues during the summer months. Yes, especially during the summer months they can become particularly hot. Things like leather jackets, denim, and many, many layers of very elegant black lace. Each of these can gather heat close to the body, and drinking cider will not be enough to keep them properly hydrated during the summer months. Indeed. So, I believe we have a couple of hints and tips on how to keep them safe. Indeed. Always make sure that you furnish your goth with a parasol so that they might keep the sun off of their bodies. Here's a handy tip for those at home. Uh, if you make blackcurrant uh, ice lollies dark enough in colour, they will appear through the naked eye to be black, and then they can be taken outside as a fashion statement, but also be used to cool them down due to the ice in the ice lolly. A small amount of charcoal added to water will not only purify it, but also make it perfect for the goth to drink. They will be able to stay properly hydrated, and also be able to stick with their favourite colour. However, please ensure that your cough is not on any medication, as charcoal can have an effect on prescribed medications. Indeed, and also remember, goths die in hot cars. Always leave the windows slightly cracked, or better yet, try to take them with you. Make sure that they wear plenty of sunscreen, for their very pasty skin is not usually used for this sort of thing. Wonderful. This has been How to Look After Your Goth in the Summer. Until next time, keep your goth safe and comfortable. So, my evil friend, tell me, are you ready for the summer, the approaching summer? Oh, I am so ready for the summer. I've been... I've been preparing, I've been preparing my summer body for months. Have you, yes, Have yes. you been preparing for your summer body? Yes, I too have been getting my summer body ready for months. I have uh, selected many different possible options to make sure that I can have the best summer body ready to take over the beach. Right, tell me about your summer body plans, because I've got a couple of my own to get to in a moment. Well, I have started by growing it in a lab. <gasps> It will be the perfect summer body made from perfect genes that I have perfectly harvested from the most perfect bodies all across the world. Ah, see, I have a different plan. I've been taking spare parts from, well, let's say, other body-related projects and assembling one as a composite, taking the best bits of this and the best bits of that and just trying to assemble the perfect beach body. I've been using sorcery, a form of necromancy like you've never seen before. I've used it to summon the perfect beach body from the nether realm. <laughs> I've, I've, I've just been going to the gym. What? Yeah, I've been, I've been lifting the free weights a bit, doing some cardio. Get out! I'm sorry, I just like exercise. Nobody likes exercise. That's oh. why we're building the perfect body. Oh, I, 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 how are you doing today? How are you doing today? Not too bad, are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. I've, 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 
Hey, have I told you yet about this uh, this thing I've been doing on my rounds recently? No, no, what are you doing? What are you doing? So, so, I found a way, I found a way to get free parcels without having to steal them. Free parcels? Free parcels, without yeah. having to steal them? Yeah, yeah. What, getting... Gifts or...? Oh, you know, you know, when you see like an Amazon box and you're like, oh, this has probably got something nice in it. And you're looking for a way to get it for free, get it for free but to not steal it from the person. And the person, you know, will will have to concede that you, you know, you are the owner of that, that item now. Are you somehow cloning them or hypnotising the animals? No, 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 no. It's, it's far more simple than that. Oh, far right, more simple. Right. So what you do is you open, you knock on the door, be like, I've got, I've got a parcel for you, and, you know, and you hand it to them. Yeah. And as you're handing them the parcel, you just start humming a tune. Just, oh, it could be anything, just a bit of music, just... As you pass in the parcel, and you don't stop making that music. Ah, right. You see what I'm doing. You see what I'm doing. You're you're adding them a parcel while you're playing. You're you're rubbing some music. Oh, indeed. And then you sort of give them a nod of, oh, you got to pass it back because the music's going. It's oh, right, right. It's past the parcel. Oh, them rules. Yeah, them rules. You pass it back and forth, and you just stop humming the music when it's this on you. And then you go free parcel. Partial parcel rules, you've got to accept it. Well, well, I think that is, that is English law, uh, accordingly, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, well, next next time you're on your round and you hand someone a parcel yeah, at their door, just start humming and get them to pass it back. Bob's your uncle, free Amazon stuff. Bob is my uncle, yeah. <laughs> we talked about this earlier, Bob <laughs> is your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting company, and today on EBC Four, we have a documentary uh, about the podcast mines. Uh, joining me today is one of the podcast miners. Would you like to tell us about yourself? No, there. I've been working here in these podcast mines for over thirty years. And My father worked in these podcast mines before him, and his father before that used to mine out vinyl. Ooh, and tell tell us a little bit about um your your day to day. What's it like working in the podcast mines? Well, one's got to be very careful. Obviously, make sure you get a good podcast. You don't want one that's gonna fall down. Now, recently we've come down here. We've we've dug out a new tunnel. We found a whole seam of macrite. Oh. It's one of the most sought-after <laughs> forms of, of po- podcasting gems that there are available. They appear in fucking everything these days. <laughs> you got oh. a podcast for everything. Oh, I found a little bit of that of that material in my back garden once. I ended up on an episode of Sawbones. Well, that'll do it. Bit of McElroy, that'll do it. No problem. And uh, so, what what would you say are the key uh, c- components that you have to you have to find in the ground for? Um, a podcast if you're not using a metal right. You need a, you know, a certain amount of silliness. Gotta get make sure of that. A bit of bit of silitanium. That's uh, fairly common to find. Then of course you've got uh, informium. Plenty of informium about. A lot of people using real play fivarium. It's specially harvested. <laughs> From uh, we found some some D and D, lot of that, lot of that going around from oh, Liberia. Yes. Oh yes. Uh, so I one of the things I've always been interested in is um, you know, there's 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 a lot of podcasting material under the ground, but um, a lot of it is apparently in the way that you uh, you refine it once you have that raw podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Got to make sure it's properly uh, edited and tumbled until you get off all those sharp edges. You can take the most talentless fuckwits in the world and polish them up nice and never know what you'll get. 
Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for telling us about the uh, podcast minds. Is, is is there anything exciting on the, uh, the, the, the 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 horizon for us? Spoilers. Don't do no spoilers down here. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Thank you very much. Lovely chat to you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fancy Fancy Reviewed Critic Review Show. Well, we'll talk about only the fanciest of foods. Very, very fanciest of foods. Indeed, we'll talk about the most high class of foods and we give give them our our expert food critic opinions. What what have we got? What's the topic for today's food food experiences? We're we're trying a variety of different uh, shaped foods and seeing how that... Uh, makes them in, improve in many ways. The, the, the texture, of course, the first bite is with the eyes. So visual appeal, very, very important. Indeed. Um, as the, as the, the, the not totally vegan, uh, not entirely vegan one here, I'm going to start with some, some, some vegan, sh- some, some, some uh, not vegan, that was the whole point of what I was saying before, some, some um, dinosaur chicken nuggets. Mm, yes. Oh, oh, yes. Oh. Tell me a little bit. Talk me through this uh, this dinosaur chicken nuggets. Yeah. Well, as you can see, the uh, the breadcrumb coating is made of only the most mediocre of, of breadcrumbs. It mm, really mm. really gives a sort of Moorish uh, addictive quality to it. Indeed, and you've got the sort of highly overprocessed food uh, the food stuff in the middle that was mm. labelled as chicken. I'm sure there's probably never been any. Anything, anything closely resembling a chicken in it. A lot in of connective tissue in there, no yeah. doubt. A lot oh, of connective oh, indeed, tissue. Indeed, I'm sure. I'm sure if there were less, uh, less judgment about the uh, the thing, it could be any animal in there, ooh, honestly. Ooh, indeed, um, indeed. But I must say, the the dinosaur shape really does just elevate the flavour profile ooh. because. As I'm eating it, I imagine that I am an even bigger dinosaur, oh, huge, huge, and. I feel like big, big, scary dinosaur, and that's quite fun, and that makes me enjoy my meal more, and I'm, sh- and that elevates the flavour profile. Indeed, indeed. And I like the way you can sort of hide them behind the, the some green beans or some peas. It looks like they're hiding in undergrowth. You can swoop in and, and stalk your, your prey. Oh, indeed. Or you can hide them behind the mashed potatoes and make it look like they're hiding behind a mountain well, before yes. you hunt them down with your knife and fork. Aha, I caught them. Yeah, well, if you have another one you can do is... Put a little dip in the top of your mashed potato mountain. You can have the gravy just erupting out of it like like lava, and all the the the, the dinosaurs are caught in there. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. See, here's the thing. This is what I really like about the dinosaur chicken nuggets as a food stuff. Is that yeah. is that really you can it, it's it's entirely up to you. You have the base food stuff, but yeah. the the list of ways you can customize this meal into your own sort of playful experience is, exactly. is is integral to the enjoyment of the dish. Exactly. Construct a whole diorama. You know, we'll cook an entire bag of the, the, the dinosaurs. We'll have some some, uh, some some green beans to make some sort of foliage. Obviously we've got the mashed potato mountain there that we borrowed from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And then uh, we have <laughs> another... Uh, I, I'm even suggesting we add uh, these beans to suggest some kind of tarpet. 
<laughs> oh no. Now, after the break, we'll be back with another food stuff. We'll be talking about UFO-shaped um, French French fry. Oh, I was going to go with UFO-shaped French fried circle things. Ooh, potato, ooh. Mar- uh, potato circles. Ooh. Until next time, this has been the Fancy Eatery Channel, whatever we call them. Oh yes. Doodaloo. Welcome today on the Parenting Channel. I have another parent with me. Would you like to introduce uh, yourself? Hello, my name's Sharon. I like to speak to the manager. Sorry, uh, thought about it. Um, yeah, I'm very concerned about the new mimes that children are using to communicate with each other. Indeed. Today we are doing an expose on all of those new mimes. Did you call them? I believe they're mimes or mimes. Mimes, mimes. These um, these these things that the children are doing that we just don't quite understand. Yeah. That are um, I, I believe meant to be some kind of humour, but they're not humorous to us because we don't understand them. No, exactly. We, so, we used to call them like fads when I was little, but now they're calling mimes. Yeah. So um, can you tell us anything about the uh, the mimes that you've seen uh, the, the the teens getting up to these days? Well, well, they've they've started doing like dramatic readings of captures text, you know, like they'll they'll just start getting to like dramatic readings of that. There's oh, YouTube think, videos I, full of them. I think we have a YouTube clip that we can play the audio of now. Identify the buses in each of these images, and then click. I am not a robot. Indeed. Harrowing stuff that we have here. I can't really get what's going on, but I'm very afraid of it. Oh, indeed. Um, there's another meme that we've been uh, getting reports of. Uh, children. Normally, this would be a good thing. Doing their homework. Doing their homework would normally be good. However, they're doing so on their heads for some reason. Can't work it out. Why? Must be more difficult to write with their pens. They're still getting good grades. They're still studying. Just very concerning, though. Very yeah. concerning. They're doing things we don't understand, and I don't like things I don't understand. Indeed. That's um, why I uh, like Tory. Uh, well, yeah, I totally understand. Uh, a leading, a leading theory on why they're uh, doing this on the headstands is uh, possibly a belief that. Um, that it makes the blood go to their head. Maybe that's why they believe it. it, it is, Keeps it's... on the knowledge, right? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, exactly. Perhaps this is it. Perhaps some other reason we can never understand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got one, one last Mimi. Um, and this is perhaps the most confusing. So for our generation, when we grew up, dad jokes. A thing to be grown down. Absolutely. Indeed. Yeah. You're not a thing to be taken seriously. You sort of begrudgingly sort of see the humour in them. Exactly. These uh, guys have got a fucking jingle. And indeed, they've got a, they've got a jingle. They're, <laughs> they're unironically laughing at dad jokes. This is not ha ha ha. I guess I should laugh. This is an unironic enjoyment of dad jokes. Genuine belly laughs. I don't don't really get it uh, all. Oh no. It's it's con- it's concerning because it suggests that there is not as much of a divide between them and us as we thought. And at that point, we have to accept that maybe we and the teenagers are not so different, and that's a terrifying thought. No, they're very different. They're they, very different. I don't know, fads no more, they just got these memes. Yeah, memes. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, if you or anyone you know has been experiencing teens engaging in memes, please report them to us at the number below, and we will continue to investigate this phenomenon and hopefully together we can stop the menace that is teenagers doing things we don't understand. Now watch me me whip. Now watch me me me. Oh no, you're me me. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, you're trying to be me. 